What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Enthusiasm. Okay. <laughs> I'll have some more enthusiasm, even though it's one o'clock in the morning. Hi! Welcome to the 80 Miles Per Hour Podcast, episode 17. This is your host, Renata Cavalieri, and my sidekick. It is Sanch, everybody. How you doing? That was a long ass pose. P- pause. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, it's 1 a.m. for your team, for you, huh? Yeah. And whose fault is that? Uh, it's definitely my fault. Yeah. I want to go party and have fun, man. I do. Well, it was my friend's 21st. Who I cares? I'm sorry. Oh. Next time we're not doing this. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. All yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, today we have a special midnight. No, it's not midnight. Well, for me, it's 1030, but for It's actually not. considered my midnight. Yeah, well, after midnight. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of things to talk about this episode. We got a special episode lined up for you guys. But, obviously, before we get into this, the episode, let's get into some shout-outs. Fans. Okay, the shout-out, but, well, actually, the only shout-out that I have this week is especially for the movie that we are doing today. Um... His name on Instagram is Popeye Cosplay, and it's pretty much, his full Instagram is just him getting ready to be the actual Popeye from the Popeye movie, the 1980 uh, movie with Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall, and he, he's just like, he, he really was interested when we put up the poster for our show, and like... It might have been the tag, when I tagged Popeye, he probably searched Popeye, and right away was just like, oh, what the hell? Because, yeah, like, he he does cosplay to look exactly, not like Popeye the cartoon version, but to look like Popeye the Robert Altman version of the 1980 movie Popeye. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I was impressed by the guy. I was like, damn, am I going to look really cool? And then he's like, oh, okay, you guys got me interested. So I'll be tuning in for sure. So hopefully, you know, we, we gain ourselves a new fan. <laughs> I know. I'm really actually excited about this. And what I was really impressed was, was the arms that he made. Or, oh, seriously. Like, they, I didn't, first I was like, oh my god, these are like, well, I, when I saw his first recent update picture, I was like, wow, his arms really resemble Popeye's. But then I was like, oh my god, they're fake. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You thought they were real? For like a split second. Let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes Renata is, you know, a little bit dim-witted, as they say. (laughs) 
same way. Like, okay, it was just really impressive. <laughs> like, yeah. really... So when you looked at his arms, where you were like, they're large. 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 <laughs> cool gang. He's large. Large. That's like my olive oil uh, voice. Like, pretty much like every song. Okay, every song that she sang was just like really great. She couldn't play it a better. Okay, I don't want to get into the movie yet. That's just done with my um. Here's your shout-outs for the week? My, yes, my shout-out. Awesome. Oh, cool. wait. And one more shout-out goes to my friend Natalie. Happy 21st birthday. I had a great time tonight. One Does of she the listen? Best... What? Does she listen? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, happy yeah. birthday, then. Because I'm like, if you're going to give her a birthday shout-out and say she doesn't even listen to the show, it's kind of pointless because <laughs> she ain't going to hear it. No, I think I believe she does listen to it. So she she hears this episode. I'll be like, "Happy twenty first, Nat." So. Awesome. And I want to give out a shout out to the pod about nothing because they've been they've been they were all like leaving us comments after our episode of the Who Frame Roger Rabbit episode, and they were like talking to us and stuff. So we were going back and forth in conversation. So just giving them a hey, what's up, guys? I actually listened to. Uh, two of your episodes, and I found that that you guys are actually local. Well, I mean, not very where I work. Basically, you guys are because it, it sounds like you guys are Orange County peeps. So, in a sense, you guys, I'm San Gabriel Valley. So, you guys are close. So, giving you guys a hello, how's it going, and keep it up. <laughs> Gonna continue yeah. listening to your shows. Yeah, um, and honestly, um, if you guys wound up coming to Philly, I would be that actually be pretty cool to meet up with you guys. I mean, I'm still waiting on to meet. Sir Sanch here, you know, my co-host. Yeah, because I'm cool. Maybe our fans will raise money for this. So <laughs> no one's going to pay for me to together. go. They'll be like, yeah, this, I'm going to go on my own. <laughs> pay for Sanch's ticket. Tell him to come to Philly. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so before we get into the movie, um, I, I honestly, I want to talk about something because earlier I was like, all right, you know, I did laundry and stuff. I'm like, you know, I got, let me just hang my clothes. So, I don't know if you do this, um, fans, or, you know, talking to Renata right now. I don't know if you do this, but do you ever have just, like, the TV on? Like, you try to find, like, you're not even going to be watching the the movie, but if you're going to be, like, say, cleaning your room or something, you try to find something on the TV, like, you would watch if you were sitting down watching. Because I did that. Like, I'm like, I need to find something. Yeah, I've done that totally before because i feel like that it'll distract me from the just the pain of just doing laundry in silence yeah so if if something distracts me like laundry like if my mom tells me we're not to do the laundry and i'd be like okay i will literally search through the channels until i find something that i will seriously like to enjoy watching okay right on so so the point of that being was that um i was like all right i gotta hang on my stuff and everything and like you know plus i wanted just to fix up my room in general so as i was like fixing everything up i i just put on the tv and and right then and there they were showing it was towards the tail end of that remake of lost in space and i I don't know why i started watching it um (laughs) and then the movie had ended so i'm like all right i can't continue hanging my clothes if the movie's over so i i found i'm like hey they're showing back to the future so i was watching back to the future right and here's one thing when when you listen to people talk about Back to the Future, you could go on websites and people talk about Back to the Future. There's one thing I have yet to ever hear anybody talk about. And I want to bring this up before somebody beats me to it or crack.com beats me to it. Because those bastards tend to sometimes 
beat me to stuff when I haven't even got the opportunity to talk about it. And then I don't want people thinking, oh, you stole that from crack. I'm like, we all think alike if you're just a nerd like this. But here's the thing. Okay, so what happens after Marty, you know, causes, you know, George McFly to go and freaking beat up Biff. And then, you know, they he travels back to 1985. What happens to the new house? What, what happens, Renata? It he just becomes more success. Like the house outside doesn't change, but inside it's just like all new furniture, practically, and they're like rich. Yeah. Okay. Now here, here, here's my question. So when you look at the brother and the sister, you can tell the brother's successful because he's like, "What are you wearing?" He's like, "I always wear a suit to the office." So you could tell, obviously, he's successful. That's what they're trying to represent because he has a suit. He goes to the office, so he's successful. You look at the sister, again, she doesn't look all, like, cheesy or whatever, like, nip, typical 80s. Even she's dressed up all nice. You see George McFly, you know, and Lorraine McFly, again, all dressed up. They look, everybody looks nice. They're they're trying to show you that they're freaking, you know, they're, they're financially, st- like, they're rich in a sense. You know, they're living well off. Even the inside is all nice compared to earlier. Now... If the future changed and everybody changed the way they dress, even the way they look, like everything's changed. Why did the photograph stay the same? I guess the fact that like, because the, the whole main part was like, are they existing or are they non-existing? Yeah, like, but seeing the thing is, is that that means if that photograph exists, that means that it would also change. That photograph like in the, the future like, would change. Or like you know, like or that photo would have never existed. Like meaning, like you know, if they never took that picture in the cheese. Well, no, 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 no. Like it shows that that photo was still taken, but the brother and sister, I believe, wouldn't be dressed like dorks. That's what I just said. I just said they wouldn't be dressed like that. They'd be dressed in nice clothes. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't hear that. It's because you know I'm just gonna put the earphone on so I can hear you clearly. Okay, but but yeah, like that's the one thing I was just like, what the hell? I I, I never thought of that before, but I was just like. Yeah, wouldn't they look different? Because when you look at the brother, he has his high shorts and he's like waving like, hi, mom style. Like he looks like a huge dork. The sister has class of 1985 or 82. I don't know what year she graduated in, um, but it's 80 something. I think it's 84. Really? Okay. Yeah. And you look at them and, and, and then you see Marty. So they all like represent what they were before he traveled back in time. So the moment that... George freaking kiss Lorraine and everybody reappears. The sister and the brother should have reappeared as something completely different because their lifestyles are so different now. They wouldn't look like that. Well, I they I guess they wanted to show like because if they were to do that, then then Marty would have been like, well, this looks wrong. You yeah, know, and also, I, I mean, I get it. You're right. You're right. I I agree with you. As it, a, it would have been a whole nother problem with Doc, and he would be like, Doc, you know, they came back, but why do they look this way? Why do they look different? Or maybe it was a day off. Maybe they could just like make maybe they could make something up and be like, you know, oh, it was probably on their day off when you know he wasn't at the office and he was just like dressed. Maybe that's how the brother dresses regularly. Well, I know what it is. Honestly, I know what it is. It's it's the surprise factor. That's what it is. Because yeah. they the, as as like the writer and like the filmmaker and all that in that movie what they're thinking is like if we show this now, it's going to give away that surprise when he walks out to the living room and you have that comedic effect where he walks 
passed the living room all half awake. And then he goes back like, what the hell? And then he sees everybody. He's like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's breakfast, you know? So it, that's the joke. That's the joke right there. So if we saw that image as them looking like more professional, dressed differently, it would obviously give us an idea like, okay, something's different, you know? So I get what they were doing, but I want to nitpick and talk about the movie. <laughs> so in reality, they should have changed. The picture should have changed. If the if the if we're trying to stay true to the way everything plays out, the picture would have changed. So that that's one thing I have yet to hear anybody talk about or rant about, and that's the first time that like I, I felt like I better be the first, you know, like I, I mean, dibs. <laughs> yeah, I, I call dibs. But seriously, I I have I mean, fans, if have you, you've heard it, you've heard it all about like you know. George McFly and like how like oh you know Marty like you know wouldn't it be weird that Marty looks exactly like his parent like the guy that they met you know you know stuff like that you've heard that that argument you I mean there's so much we've even talked about it where like you know it's like when the car doesn't even start at the time it's supposed to so it kind of drag like there's so many things about it but honestly it's like first of all why would he give his real name that's what I don't understand like he's like so you know some people call me Marty you know, like, you know, like, and why is he going to use his real name? You yeah. Know? And then and- name their kid Marty and then later on grow up to look because. All right. Renata, you're I mean, you're out of high school already, but I can guarantee you there's probably some people that you met in high school that you don't talk to anymore. But if you saw them again, you'd be like, oh, I remember you from high school. Yeah. You're not going to forget what they look like. Even me. I'm 32 years old. If I see somebody from high school and in which I have. I'd be like, oh, I remember them from high school. I know who they are. So, like, in the future, if you're you're going to see someone, you're going to be like, holy hell, my kid looks exactly like that guy. And I'm going to be like, Lorraine, what the... <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, do you see, that's what I don't understand. Or maybe... or Because they never mentioned, like, you know, Calvin Klein, a.k.a. Marty, you know. Yeah. Afterwards. And at you the know, same time, aren't they going to question, like, whatever happened to that guy? Where did he go? Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe like, their memory just got lost. You know, like, you, maybe you could think like that. Or maybe, like, they, I don't know. Because I'm trying to, like, save the movie from becoming, like, you know, like, why would they, why would they do that? There, there's a lot of plot holes. I mean, come on. The most famous number one plot hole in that whole damn entire movie is the freaking terrorist. I brought it up already. I brought it up. I don't even know if it was the last episode. Um, no, we brought it, it up in part, part two. two. You brought yeah. part two. The, the terrorists. They flipped their car. That's it. They didn't die. So what happened there? You know? <laughs> yeah, they were probably still alive. Yeah, so that's one. So the, the, honestly, the picture, uh, again, I mean, freaking... Who knows? It, it bother. I mean, it bothers me, but <laughs> I never, I never really put that together. I was like, because I think the brother has a Mickey Mouse shirt, and then the sister has her her her, her graduation shirt. Class of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and they're so successful, so they're not gonna look like dorks. They're they're showing us in the future they dress better. That's what they're telling us. In order to, if you're successful, that means you dress better. And, and earlier, there he's in this freaking uh, Burger King uniform. She's dressed all typical eighties. You know, the mom looks heck hell. So yeah. So again, that picture should be completely different. But yeah. So that's all I want to say about Burger King uniform. Huh? I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> that's Renata yelling, everybody. Sorry, folks. I didn't know it was a Burger King uniform. 
It was I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's. I, I was I, McDonald's because it was like red and it had like a yellow cap on. Probably. I don't know. I just like when he's like, I gotta go, I'm gonna be late. And she's like, you give your mother a kiss. He's like, oh, come on, mom. Even <laughs> watch your mouth. You give your mother a kiss before you leave. Come on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. I always like that part. Right. It there. was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's when he says, that was so stupid. <laughs> Grandpa hit him with the car. And every time I, I always... into the fish under the sea dance. No, it was the enchantment under the sea dance. I just love how they're like they're filling us in with like you know the the information Marty's gonna need, so that's why she has to retell the story, but make it seem so nonchalant so that Marty can hear this, so he can later on use this in the movie, so that it, it explains why Marty knows all of this and why it's so fresh in his mind, because the mother had to explain this once again. But I, I still love George because I know you brought it up in the Back to the Future episode, the one like I think episode two. But every time I hear, you know, and he's watching and he laughs, he's like, ha, 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 or however, however, how does he do it? Ah, 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 yeah, ah. there you go. See, like, laughs like they count, like, from Sesame Street. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but, you know what? I really wish the scene that they kept in, and what? I, like, because I've sold all the deleted scenes from Back to the Future. Yeah. And, because I have, like, the special edition and everything like oh, that. Oh, wow, watch out. Miss McFly oh, oh, over here, the highfalutin future okay. McFly. Probably every geek in America probably has that edition. Yeah, that's true. Everyone knows that edition I'm talking about, like that real shiny, like blue edition with like all three. Okay. Anyway, um, so there's the one scene, like, well, this is a normal scene in the movie where like George, but when they're at the, t- the dinner table, and then George pulls all the peanut brittle and it just like falls all over the place. He's like, "Don't worry, Marty. You know, just leave all those headaches," and he's just chewing on them. And he's trying to, like, eating all that peanut butter, and he's trying to give it to Marty, and he's, like, shaking his head, like, no, no, thanks. I really wish they would put the scene of, like, the Girl Scout girl, like, you know, at the door, and the, the father's like, hey, McFly, you know, um, my daughter's selling peanut brittle, this and that. And remember, like, he's like, oh, I don't know, and then he buys, like, all the rest of the boxes. You know what I'm talking about? Holy crap. You know what? I don't remember that scene. I mean, I haven't seen the, that special edition in a while. Like, I mean, I have them, but I haven't watched the deleted scenes in, like, it's probably been like maybe three or four years since I've actually watched those scenes again. So I don't even remember that scene. So there's what? There's a Girl Scout? Okay, so the other, uh, I guess the doorbell rings or something, and, and George and Marty are up, they go to the door. And the, and I guess the neighbor's like, he's like, yo, McFly, he's like, oh, my daughter is selling, um, you know, peanut brittle. You know, are you going to buy a box or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know, like, or something like that, like, you know, like being old George McFly. And yeah. She's, and then he's like, oh, you know, McFly, if you don't, like, buy the rest of these boxes, and my daughter's not going to be in the jamboree or something like that. So he's like, all right, you here know, you go. Hold on. You know, or I, I forget. Hold on, hold on. What way is he going to go? Son, I, I know it's hard for you to understand, um, but the fact is I'm just, I'm not a fighter. <sighs> Try it once, okay? For me. Just say no. And, <clears throat> oh... No. Hey, McFly. My kid here is selling peanut brittle for a team. It's five dollars a box. I put you down for a case, okay? Um. Okay. Great. It's out in the car. I'll go get it. See, we only have to go to one house. Yes. Yeah, 
<laughs> I forgot about that, man. I have not seen that scene in forever. Oh my gosh. Oh, dude, that's, I mean, that jump, man. I mean, you're right. They, uh, why, okay, continue going as to why they should have left it in. Yeah, because it makes, I mean, like, like, it was a, it would have been a really funny scene if, like, they showed that part, and then, like, they showed the peanut butter just falling all over the place, and he's just, like, eating it, like, right then and there. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I was like, why are they showing that? Like, it makes, like, because it wouldn't be as funny as if they would have kept that scene in. I liked it. I liked it because, like, it really shows how how much of a loser dweeb his father is. Like, it adds even way more because it, in in the other part, it like without that scene, it only shows that he's he's a pushover with with Biff only. It's just Biff. But with this, it shows that his life is just like this, that anybody can push it over. Because when you travel back in time, you see others messing with him. Not just Biff. You see, you know, they put the, 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 the thing on his back, you know, and they say, like, you know, yeah. kick me. In which I still don't understand why the principal would not be like, hey, you're, you know, this sucks. These, these people are messing with you. Let me remove this sign off of you. It's not his fault. Yet he, I know, you always defend that scene. I know, but he's no. I'm not defending it. It's just it's an old. It like I just know this because my grandparents talk about this like all the time. Like they really looked at them as like men. Like it was like shameful for you to get picked on. You know, like they would never be like you know, oh, leave him alone, this and that. Like you're a slacker. You're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to let people like just take over you, like this and that. Like you know, just you know, just step all over you. So and so it's more as a man going up to him as another man, being like, what are you doing? Man. Yeah, like yeah, remember Strickland says that? He's like, shape up, man. And then he says, you're a slacker. You want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? And he shows him the sign, and he just crumbles it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I guess so. I mean, it I mean, it still bothers me because he, it seems like he gets mad at him for it, you know? But I, I get it. I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, you see him being picked on by everybody, that he's just a loser. Even right before he kisses Lorraine, another guy steps in and goes, It's the same one. Yeah, he's a beat it, McFly. And then he... McFly, I'm cutting in. <laughs> yeah, and then he pushes him off tough. And he falls to the floor and he kisses Lorraine. And, you know, dun, 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 and he stands up like the whole Earth Angel, Earth Angel. You know? But yeah. why not show us that in, in, in when he's currently in the future, in the beginning? That's why, like, I think that scene, you're correct. They should have left that scene in because it would have shown how much... He has not changed from his past. And then also it's kind of funny. Like it's it's a funny scene where the guy just doesn't even knock. He just opens the door and be like, hey, yo, McFly. You know, he's like, uh, he's like, I put you down for a box. And he's like, okay. He's like, all right. And then he, he leaves like, see, we only had to do one house. Like right away. Like he knows. It's like, dude, this is how much a loser McFly is. You know, come on, uh, daughter. We're going to go, you know, freaking sell this. Don't worry. We'll just go next door. And that was it. So, yeah. yeah, they should have left that scene in. Um, and also, too, it's, like, it's so cheesy that right away, like, he beats up Biff and everybody's like, hey, McFly, you ever think of running for class president? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I love this movie, but it's some stuff that's just so stupid. Like, really? Like, you're going to run for class president? Like, hey, McFly. Like, they say all these stupid stuff. Like, you know, like. I don't know. It, it just, I'm watching. Because he became the big man on campus. Yeah, like, right you know? at that moment. Like, really? Like, just because he punched a man? Like, all right, I guess. Yeah, but, like, 
you know what I don't understand too is like just by one punch, Biff, you're gonna be you're gonna like or I mean I can understand like showing respect towards McFly, like you know, I'm never gonna bother you again, but being afraid of him, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah, you know you're I mean? right. Why don't he go? Why, why wouldn't he go back and be like, "F this McFly," and he gets himself a shank and just like, "Ba ba ba," you know, like a you know a prison, <laughs> like a prison shank, like right there, like one day during lunch, you know, McFly sitting down and Biff just shows up and just stabs him like five times on it. Yeah, and he hands it off to you know 3D. <laughs> I love. It. I honestly love that character. <laughs> Like, no one gives that guy respect. Oh, like, man. That would have been right there. We would have respected the man because he, confis- he he got right there. He he took the knife from him and walks away. I've been back. Like, hey, dog McFly, this is what you get. This is for Biff. Kaka. Hey, beat it, spook. This don't concern you. <laughs> oh, man. See, that that's you're right. Why would Biff, why would it make him scared? Because he got punched? I feel like he would have retaliated. He'd been like, F this. Like, one punch? Alright, you got lucky, McFly. Now, you and me, right now. Boom. But I I wouldn't say that because Biff wasn't a greaser. He was... Because greasers were, I think, the only ones back in the 50s that used weapons. Um, He was more... I guess he was more physical, but I mean, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, he would just be like, I respect you for standing up for yourself. You know, I'm going to leave you alone. You know what I mean? Like, now some bullies are in movies. Like, they're like... Or they'll shake hands and they'll just be like, you know... yeah. Like, and they would like sweetness, wet. right? And roll bounce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweetness. Yeah. What happens at the end of the movie when they're roller skating and then, what's his name? Uh, the, you know, little Bow Wow. F- he falls. So, yeah, Xavier falls. Yeah, he falls. Xavier, yeah. He falls and sweetness, instead, he's like, he re- gives him respect. He no longer, like, is like, oh, you're you're just like, you're low life, you're trash, you're from the other side of the city. You guys are poor. He's like, all right, you know what? I respect you now because, you know, you proved yourself. And the other guys kind of start laughing and they shush him. But, like, I, I, I picture that happening more. Like, Biff should have exactly. been like, yeah, instead of freaking just, like, being afraid of him by one now, punch. Now, Biff, don't con me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I was just, like, putting the second coat on. <laughs> the second, like, hand on the, on the, on the hip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, in his, like, track suit. See, and that's, you know, he's in a tracksuit. Why is he in a tracksuit? Because he, during his, that, see, that, that, it goes to show that is the, is, is right there. During his free time, he waxes cars, but his day job, he's a PE teacher. And that goes right away back to Freaks and Geeks. So that means, no. yeah, these see, there's a connection there. <laughs> That's why he's in a tracksuit because he's a PE teacher. So during his off days, when so to make extra money, he waxes cars. So he never left that high school, in which they changed the high school name, and now that's where all the kids from Freaks and Geeks go. You know, honestly, I would like, I would totally date Biff. Like, I mean, what? I would wait. Totally okay, wait, what Biff? The Hey, this ain't no peep show, Biff. Or would you be the... He's like, oh, hey, Marty. Hey, your box came in the mail. Which which Biff are you talking about? Definitely, like, young Biff. Wait, so you would want the rapey Biff? No, I don't want the... Ra- <laughs> like, I don't want, like, like his... But that's what he was. He was all rapey. Look, Come on, I, he was no, like... No, 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 no. Like, I just think he's cute. I would, I like... Yeah, but you you see his personality. He's an a-hole. He's always... I mean, in part two, he tries to lift up Lorraine's skirt. 
I would I would change him. Really? That's the that's wrong with you, stupid girls. I mean, I'm sorry. I just said that. So any females stupid listening? Girls, wow. No, 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 no. Any females listening? I'm not saying all you girls are stupid, but there's Same this is this is the thing. Girls get into the horrible relationships. Why? Because they see a guy and he could be an a hole, a huge jerk, or whatever, and they're like. I, I can change him. So they it's, it becomes a science project. So they end up dating the guy, thinking they could change the guy, and they end up falling in love with him. So the guy is still an a-hole, treats her bad, probably cheats on him or beats her. But in her mind, she still has that. But I can change him. So it's like, there you go. You're that. It's like, oh, I can change him. What if he doesn't change? And what if he's all, like, rapey like with you because you won't give it up? I like bad boys. Oh, my gosh. Does your father know this? So you're saying your boyfriend's a bad boy then? No, he's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So your dad would be proud once he listens to this episode. <laughs> well, I feel like I have to, Dad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at on time? Oh, okay, perfect. Do you know this perfect? Uh, it was a cool little little look. Back. I mean, people, I, I, I have no issues talking about Back to the Future every year because I guarantee you our fans have no issues when we talk about it. But like I said, we brought up something new, so it's not a rehash. So, like I said, if you it, fans, before we talk about the movie at, that we're gonna bring up, I, I mean, some of you actually do write us, but I want to know: Did you ever question that about the photo, or is this something that really brought your attention? Debate me. Either one, like either you agree with me and be like, "Yeah, I never thought of that," or do you have a, a an, an an exact reason to be like? No, no, no. It makes sense for them to still be wearing the same clothes. Like, what do you think? If, if you know, respond to us on Instagram. You know, we're at 88MPH Podcast or email us completely written out 88 miles per hour podcast at gmail.com or our Facebook. So, there you go. All right. Now it's the time. Let's give a little backstory here because this, this right here, every episode you always hear me. Recently, I talk a lot, but this is. Renata's episode where you're going to hear her talk a lot. So before she starts taking over the whole episode, let me give you a backstory. So we're we're di- we're talking earlier in the week like, "All right, what movie should we do next?" Renata's like, "We should do Adventures in Babysitting." I'm like, "Yeah, let's do that." Cuz originally before we did the um Harold Ramis tribute, originally we had planned to do movies that had been remade in our, you know, currently. So we were going to do RoboCop, original RoboCop. We were going to do Adventures in Babysitting and The Karate Kid. So we had planned to do those because, you know, they remade those into The Sitter with Jonah Hill, you know, The Karate Kid with Jackie Chan, and then, you know, freaking the current RoboCop. So we were going to do those, and we switched it. So, again, we were like, oh, yeah, let's do Adventures in Babysitting. Like, yeah, yeah. And then out of nowhere, Renata just brings up, like, Popeye. And from there, we just start talking about Popeye, and we like sharing <laughs> our love for Popeye. We start singing the songs, like, well, of what lyrics I remember. And Renata's like, "I have the movie, and I love it." And, and then that's when I was like, "You know what? F it. The hell with the Adventures of Babysitting." Even though I love that movie, I'm like, "We're doing Popeye." She's like, "Hell yes, we're doing Popeye." So that's why today we are gonna give you Popeye. So there you go, Renata. Take it away. Okay. Well, it's definitely true. I was so excited about doing the film, and I, like we, we just totally geeked out. We were like, let's do Popeye. Oh, my God. And we started, like, singing, like, lyrics from the movie, and we just kept going on and on and on, and then we're like, okay, we got to stop. We got to save this for the episode. 
and it was gonna and I knew it was gonna be a great success because we were both like really interested in this. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, I mean, like I I was talking to Sanch about it, and, I, and he was like, "Make sure it's in the '80s," and thank God. It's 1980. The movie came out like it was on the cusp, um, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, we could do this movie." And because you know, it's just such a great movie that you could just relate back to when you were a kid. Because this really is a kid movie. Like if you never saw this when you were a kid, I mean, maybe obviously see it now. I mean, I think <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, I think I think so. I mean, I, I mean, especially if you're like a good, if you like a lot of '80s movies that you've never seen before. Because I was talking to the, um, uh, the uh, Pot About Nothing podcast. Yeah. Okay. And um, on Instagram, and they were telling me they were like, "Yeah, you know, you always have those movies that, like, you know, where you wish you would have seen when you were younger, like, you know, just flops that, like, you know." Like, 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 you just have movie flops. Like, you know, you just don't get to see them when you're a kid, but you see them now. And we were, and, because, like, it, it was about, um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and he was, Wait, they were, why like, do you the, mean, what do you mean movie flops? I don't get that. Like, 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 flops, meaning, like, you know, like, oh, like, like, a flop, like, not on the movie, but, like, for us, like, meaning, like, you know, oh, it's a shame we didn't get to see when we were young. Oh, okay, I thought you like, were like, referring to, because I'm like, how the hell is a Who Framed Roger Rabbit a flop? It was a massive success. No, 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 not about that movie, but it, like, he right, was... well, you and Pot About Nothing's term- terminology for this is odd. <laughs> no, it's my, no, it's my terminology. Oh, I, who's? I, yours? Yeah. Okay, well, I apologize, Pot, Nothing, or what, I don't know, I'm gonna give you guys a nip game, <laughs> but it's all Renata's fault. It, it's all my fault. I have weird, um, grammar, but anyway, um... It's because you're Italian. They were, they were defending me. Because, like, they're like, it's okay if you never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You, know, you just have those time. You just have those things where you just don't get to see good movies when you were younger. And I said, okay. Yeah, but when you claim to be, I'm on about the 80s. I have an 80s show. Come on. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm sorry. I blame your, you know what? I don't blame you. I blame your parents. Oh, thank you. Thank you for blaming the parents. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we'll show you Streets of Fire, but we won't show you Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, we went from like a like a really like deep in the in the adventures of gangs and shootings and romance to like 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 doing all that, like me seeing all that type of stuff and cursing. Wait, so have your parents seen it? Yeah, my mom and dad seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, I'm curious why they would never show it because like. All right, your your father likes like you know, like, well, based on like it's a comedic film. It's like shot in film noir, you know. So I would figure they would show you because it's like a cartoon movie. So I'm kind of wonder wondering why they or or did they never watch it and they recently watched? I mean, I'm still I don't know. I'm I'm kind of watched it, but like it probably like I know it wasn't a lot on TV. Like, I swear, like, because all we did was watch TV, me, my mom, and dad. I promise you. But you, you- have Popeye. <laughs> you own Popeye, but you don't own... I don't know. It's it's odd. It boggles my mind. I mean, look, I'm looking at Frank Actually, Sinatra while I'm talking myself. here. Right behind your head. You mm-hmm. have, like, the rap pa- pack. Yeah. You got the rap pack and you got Sinatra. I can them in order. Um, uh, Frank Sinatra. Well, of course you're going to name them because you're freaking Italian. Oh, uh, stereotype. Yeah, go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know where that's from, right? Come on. <laughs> yeah, good call. It's the one time you'll probably ever hear me curse, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on the show. 
Yeah, like, I swear, like, you love, uh, like, I don't know what it is with guys and, like, really, like, uh, Martin Scorsese, like, crazy gangster movies. Like, guys, like, um, guys in general love those. Like, they're just like, oh, my God, the killing and the cursing and the lines, they're just great. Well, I don't get Goodfellas, though. Like, I don't get it because it's, they show it on Lifetime. Do they really? Yeah, they show it on Lifetime Channel a lot. Do they? They must like take out the the entire movie then. No, no, no. I mean, obviously they take out the bad words. But what I'm saying is that it's you're saying it's a guys' movie. Guys love it, but they show it on Lifetime. I think it's because the the, the thing about I mean, why the hell are we talking about Goodfellas? I know we just like went into a whole different topic. Go back to no, whatever you're gonna say. Who cares about the the rap pack all that? Let's get back to to Popeye, Robin Williams, Robert Altman. Come on. 1990s Popeye. Boom. Okay. Shelly so, Duvall. So you're getting back to that. Yeah. So um, this movie, of course, was taken from the original cartoon Popeye. And comic strip, actually. Huh? They ba- I think they were basing it more on the comic strips. I was reading about that. And that it's more, yeah, they're it more taking it from the comic strip, not the actual cartoon. Okay. And or re- both, actually. Who cares? Just go. <laughs> I interrupted for no reason. Because like, when I think about it, I'm like, it's actually both. But stop being geeky right now. What I'm I was talking. trying to say is that it, it here, you know, you could say it's one of the first comic book movies in a sense. Even though it's not from a comic book, it's still from a comic strip. So technically, it's almost the same. Thanks, geek. Anyway. <laughs> so... Honestly, I feel like they've done a really, really fantastic job in creating, like, a life, a life move. Like, like, you know, just a real-life version of Popeye and Olive Oil and Sweet Pea and Bluto and, like, all of the famous characters. The hell with and, all of them. Talk about Olive Oil. How great of casting was oh, that? Oh, Shelly? She, I think, she, well, we both agreed upon this, that she probably was the only person that could have played a really good Olive Oil. She, like... <laughs> She was, this is one thing she was told, that she was born to play Olive Oil. No one else could play her, seriously. And and, and any actress of that time, she freaking was perfect. She was a twig. She didn't really have the body of, like, a normal woman. She wasn't the typical Hollywood actress, you know. And she fit it so perfectly. And she sounded like her, too. Yeah, the voice. I Oh. Oh. Hi. Papa. Oh. That's all we kept doing too in the car. Remember, <laughs> when because I was driving home. That's what I mean in the car. But I was driving home, and she was, you know, talking. I mean, like she, you know, we're on the phone ex- talking, and then that's for like a, a good five minutes. That's all we kept doing was, oh, oh, Popeye. Hello, <laughs> messes with my Bluto. He's oh, large. He's large. <laughs> that's what we're gonna keep doing through the entire episode. But um. He's hairy. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> he is hairy. I also think she was a model too. Because yeah. I, 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 I would search her pictures like on like just I guess Google Images, and besides her pictures of being olive oil, I think she was a model. Because there's a lot of like very like nice like you know headshots of her, you know, and. Like, you know, she's well, just because she has nice headshots doesn't really mean that she always looks made up like she's about to do like a photo shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. She has some like pretty sexy pictures. Yeah. Like she was she was hot. I mean, I mean yeah. I was... 
I mean, she, she, you know what? The, the, she's the type of like girls that I, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, because I, I tend to like weird, unique looking chicks. You know, they're not the norm. Like I love York, <laughs> but I'm looking at pictures right here, and I'm like, yeah, man, she looks pretty. She looks pretty. <laughs> she looks hot. I wonder if she is. Well, anyways, can, keep going. Like you know, went down on a low voice. Like she's pretty. Yeah, she's a she's a sexy lady. How you doing? She's a sexy lady. Sexy lady. Okay. Um, but also, I have to say, did a killer job, Robin Williams. Like you know, holding that one eye closed for a good period of time that took skill. I can't do that. I don't know. And then like just like with the the squinny little mouth and just the eye like closed and the voice, the voice was great. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to, uh, I mean, because when you're watching the movie, the whole time Robin Williams, he's having to have that eye closed. Like, how annoying must it have been as an actor to continuously do that day in and day out while you're shooting, doing that, you know, and then having your eye closed? Like, just do that right now. If you're listening, do that. Well, I mean, if the Popeye guy, the the, the, the cop, Popeye cosplay, you're probably used to that because, you know, you it's a part of your cosplay and all that. But for those of you who aren't, that's probably like a bitch doing that. I mean, I, I was doing that for a while. While I was watching the movie, Renata couldn't see me because we actually we watched the movie together. Like, we did it over Skype, so she had it playing and I was watching it. But at certain points, I was like, you know, like putting my eye and I'm like, damn, that bothers the hell out of me. And But Robin Williams pulled it off, man. And then in the voice, yeah. in which, wait, go I on. Mean, like, seriously, like, if you could turn around and, like, close your eyes and just, like, play the movie and just hear his voice, he sounds like a Popeye. Like you know, don't look at don't look at the movie. Just close your eyes and just you know, or, or like turn around and hear his voice. It's Popeye. Yeah. Like you know, it's not just the looks. It's definitely the voice, though. Yeah, I mean uh, another thing too, though, is that his his like his speech, like because that was the one thing because they they shot it all like during like the movie, but his dialogue was so inaudible that he went back and recorded everything because they could not understand like when they when the movie was done and they they started you know editing and putting it together they, they realized like we can't understand one word that freaking robin williams is saying so he actually had to go back in and redub all his lines because they they could not understand them for the life they're like oh all right doing he's like oh, yes he's very low tone like you i mean i know when we were watching the movie like you could have barely heard him through the computer because it was all mumbled but yeah. like i kind of wish though he was a little bit more clear even though like he did read it all the lines because the things that he was saying was pretty funny if you yeah. if you're really like i mean because he's very sarcastic he's very good on his like you know like my, I, we were both laughing like really hard on this like one of the lines that i really like is when they're trying like when they're talking to sweet pea by the by the beach and they're trying to think of names. And he's like, you my little sweet pea, you my little sweet pea. She's like, sweet pea, that's the weirdest name I've ever heard of you. He's like, oh, what are we going to call it, baby oil? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I was laughing at that one. <laughs> yeah, um, freaking, I mean, one thing, though, about this movie is, like, everybody treats Popeye like a dick when he first shows up, though. Oh, my God. That's, that's terrible. Like... I mean, like, and then, like, by the end of the day, they're, like, all kissing his ass. And, like, the mayor's wife was like, my husband informed me to tell you that we are right behind you. Yeah, like, when he first shows up, the stupid tax man shows up, you know? He's like, you just ducked. And he's like, uh, his? <laughs> he's like, 
All right, let's see here. That'd be 25 cents docking tag. What fool? <laughs> Where's your sea craft? It ain't no sea craft. It's me ding. <laughs> and it's under the raft. He's like, ah, there, this your goods? That is. He's like, yeah, well, you're new in town, right? He's like, if you call this a town, yeah. He's like, well, first of all, that's 70 cent new in town tax. And that's 45 cent rowboat under the wolf tax. And $1 leaving your junk lying around the wolf tax. So altogether, you owe me, you owe the Commodore a dollar eighty-seven. Who's the Commodore? Is this the nature of a question? That's a nickel question tax. And then that's it. He just freaking gets to uh, one. I hate that freaking tax, man. I just want to punch him in the face. But like right in the beginning, he's already like being taxed, and he's walking around town. Is it Slugworth though? Did you figure that out yet? If that was him? Oh, um, is that Slugworth? I don't know. I can look it up. Because that doesn't he share a resemblance? Yeah, I mean, he. D- I don't think it's Slugworth, though. I mean, maybe, maybe it is. Oh, I, 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 but, but yeah, like that. I mean, it's just like. Remember when he goes to the party? He he puts on a black shirt, you know, red collar. Goes to the party downstairs, like for Olive Oil's big old, you know, engagement party or whatever. And everybody looks at him like a, like they get all quiet, like they're like saying, like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he's like, "All right, I'll get a here, you know." Like he leaves. Like no one even likes this guy. Like why even? I mean, I know he's looking for his father, but. Everybody treats him like a dick. And what about Wimpy? Wimpy's supposed to be like the... When you watch the... like, Alright, I'm just going to base it off the cartoons. Because I never even read the comic strips. But in the cartoons, Wimpy's Popeye's friend. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's just a bumbling fool where he's like... Always wants money. Like, you know... Well, not money, but a hamburger. He's like, I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You know? And he's always... He's just a bum. This guy never has any money on him because he, he always has to... He's living paycheck to paycheck, so he needs money for a burger. And and in this movie, he kidnaps Sweet Pea. For what? Burgers? What a dick. It's like the reincarnation of Judas. Yeah. And then at least, at least at that point... <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Because Judas betrayed Jesus for, what, a, a bag of silver... And in this movie, I swear, he he <laughs> he betrays betrays Popeye. He t- he t- he turns over Sweepy. You know, Brutus is the Romans, right? So Sweepy <laughs> is Jesus. So he turns in Sweepy to Brutus for a bag of hamburger. Oh my gosh! I can't. <laughs> you're right. I've never. Oh my. You're dude. That is so. That that was awesome. That was clever. <laughs> But the thing is, though, um, Wimpy doesn't like hang himself. Oh yeah, <laughs> just read the Bible. Maybe he, maybe he chokes on a hamburger or something. Well, like Olive was about to like kill him, you know, on the bridge there. She's like, "Come clean," and he's like, "Okay." He's like, "I'll do it. I'll fix it." And like, just whatever. Because like you know, Olive Oil catches him spying on the Commodore's boat where Sweet Pea and Bluto are being. Oh, yeah. Isn't that when I said he's being a, a peep? <laughs> he's yeah. all peeping. You're like, no, he's not. He's not peeping on anybody. See, but at least at least that character that, that or that actor redeemed himself as being, you know, freaking Molly Ringwald's father in 16 Candles. No way. Yeah, that's him. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's him. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, and also, did you ever see the movie Double Trouble with the Olsen twins? <laughs> no. Well, you know the guy in, well, like... I, I guarantee you everybody right now listening to this are like, really? Like, no. 
<laughs> I never saw that. Oh my god, what kind of people are you? Like, All right, anybody listening to this show right now, please comment. Leave me alone. <laughs> and, and tell us if you watch Double Trouble with the Olsen twins. Oh my gosh. It was such a good movie. They're like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Do, but Do not. I don't want you to get into it. Let's go back to Popeye. <laughs> no, 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 because there's a resemblance. There, there's, a, there's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy, remember one of the townspeople, he has like a like a top hat, not like, or like... And then he has, like, sunglasses, and he has, like, curly, flippy hair. Like, the one who gets, like, shot up on top of the roof, and he's just, and his feet are hanging. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in Double Trouble, if any of you guys saw it, oh you know, gosh. like, that character I plays, apologize, man. plays the grave digger. And he's, and he's like, this, like, Nobody little, cares. Like, fumbling <laughs> And I, I could just figure that out, so it was nice for me to know. Well, I do love, I do love. One character that I love in this movie, and he is none of the main players, but he's in there. And I don't know the character's name. Actually, you know what? I'm going to look him up because I want to name him by the character name. And is that it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Ham Garvey in the in the movie. Well, you would know who he is because when, when, when Popeye first shows up in, into town... He he's the guy that keeps kicking his hat around. That guy, mm-hmm. I love. I love that guy. Why? Because he, he he's just he's such a physical comedian, and I love that they threw him in there just to be, do like you know he's almost like a, a silent film star. He doesn't utter a word, and he's just like all like being like you know. And and, and then for those of you who know, he was Mister Noodle. He was the replacement to Mister Noodle because the original Mister Noodle had passed away so mr nudel was the new one and he took over so whenever you would watch elmo's world in which you're asking me like how do i know this because i actually watched elmo's world <laughs> me and my little brother would watch it just for for kicks and my little brother ain't that younger if you know from brothers bear and we love watching it and we would we love mr noodle because we always liked it but then you know sadly mr noodle passed away and we would see this see this guy basically the character ham garvey same character it would almost be like as if that character was real from popeye and in the future he got a job working for Elmo. So Elmo would be like, Mr. Noodle, what are you doing? And then he'd be out dancing and doing something stupid. He, I think he would ask him, like, how do you brush your teeth? And he'd start brushing his feet. And he'd no, Mr. Noodle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd be all laughing and stuff like that. But I don't know. You do that so good. You should definitely get a job and, like, friggin'. Well, hey, they got rid of Kevin Clash. Or he retired or whatever. So I should. I should I should uh, submit. And here's a cool little trivia thing for, for those of you. In the beginning of the movie, Renata, you see how Popeye shows up and he's in a jacket, right? You don't see his arms? Yeah. Do you know why that is? Maybe they didn't put the arms on yet? Well, okay, you kind of got it half right. They like, weren't ready. They forgot. No, no, they weren't ready. The arms weren't ready because the, they went into production and they weren't ready. So the way they did it was he wore a jacket to hide his arms because the, the prosthetics and stuff weren't ready for the film. Also... I actually want to fit this in really quick. Like, okay, so the guy who I gave the shout-out to, Popeye's Cosplay. Yeah. He actually put a thing up there, which I thought was pretty funny. But, I mean, like, we could think differently on this. But he put this thing up of Pippi Longstocking. And I don't know if you saw this. But oh, it, yeah. And I have the whole thing right here. It says, is Popeye's giving name actually Ephraim Longstocking? And is Pippi Longstocking actually a preteen sweet pea? Of course, E.C. Seagar, and no notion that his, I can't even read this, um, Timbalthier minor character would turn into a pop culture icon. 
let alone that he would become a father or anything else. But there are... When is that? There's... Don't bother. You're just, I, I you're, you can't even it's, read. It's pretty much saying that is Pippi Longstocking like the... Is Sweet Pea? Right. Be, or, or like, you know, because she has strength too. Like, you know, she has like this great Basically what, what the thing said was that Sweet Pea is Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> no, it, no, it's an idea that it is. And no, like, I know it's an idea. It's a don't theory. For me. I'm talking. It's a theory. <laughs> you, but you're like jumbling. You can't even talk. So I'm well, trying to help you. I'm saving trying, you. I was trying to stop being soft. Plus, I can't see because I have a broken screen. Oh, <laughs> Still, you've had that since I've met you, nerd. Hey, no, we haven't. Um... But anyway, um, so yeah, like, because her father was lost at sea and she never met her mother. And, well, actually, no, her mother got, like, kidnapped by a big brute, Pluto. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good theory. That's what I'm saying. It's a theory. It's the it's a theory that Sweepy, but isn't Sweepy a boy, though? So that's what doesn't make any sense. That's the one thing where it's like. First of all, and it makes no sense either. Why would, like. I remember when they were at the beach, and then she was, she's, he's calling him a her. And I'm like, haven't you checked the privates yet? I mean, you obviously changed him, Maybe right? they haven't changed the pampers, and he's like, and it, the baby's all in its own filth. No, because, like, they remember he, she's in, he's, uh, the baby's in that whole, like, white outfit, and then, like, when they're at the beach, she, he's, like, in a totally, like, blue outfit. I don't so, know. It is. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so, like, she had I always figured she was a, was a boy. I don't know. Yeah, Sweet Pea is a boy. But how do you know that they never checked their privates? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, 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 like she, that was retarded for her to say yeah, that. And then, like, me a boy. <laughs> and the one thing I didn't understand was they were saying, oh, look, he's got my eyes or something. No, he, she, he's got my eyes in your mouth. First of all, he didn't even have the kid. He doesn't look nothing like you. It's because they're trying to take credit for the kid. They'll be like, you know what, F you woman, this kid looks like me. No, it looks like me. Oh. <laughs> and and the mother, I believe, was oh. the, the lady outside of the um, oh. the oil's house. Remember? Oh. Before yeah. he, and he's like, "Oh, it's not what they, they make them used to," or like, or something like that. He's like, like he makes that side comment, like they look at each other, and then I think that's why she like knew to give him the baby. Yeah. Um. Well, the one thing is uh, that that's um cool about this kid is that. The kid kind of looks like, like, I don't know. What I like about the kid is that it really plays off well with, like, the cartoon transition. Because I'm like, ah, it looks like Sweepy, you know? Like, they didn't get an ugly kid, so at least I'm happy about that. I know it was, like, the grandson of Robert Robert Altman, and I guess this, he doesn't even remember, like, the actor. Like, I read up on, like, what the hell happened to this kid, and he, like, has no idea, like, even that, no memory. Because he was young. He was, like, he was actually... This movie came out in 1980. They probably filmed it in 79. So this kid is, is two years older than me. So he would, you know, he would be, what, 34 at the time. And he has no recollection. Yeah, because he was a baby. So, of course, he's not going to remember, you know. But it's like, with this whole thing, I just want to bring up the music. We got to talk about the music. Yes. The music was unbelievable. Like if Not I all of it. What? Well, see, here's the thing. We're gonna both really uh, love. I, I like you heard me when I was watching the movie. Like every every yeah, song, every song. I, was, I was singing every song. Large. 
That's the only one that you keep singing. <laughs> it's because it's the funny, the cheeses song. All right, there's two good songs, okay? I, I love Popeye's song. His What's main... your favorite songs? Well, the two favorite are the one that goes, I am what I am, and that's all what I am, because that's all I am. And I love that song. Like, it's, it's cool. Like, I don't know the lyrics fully. I mean, I just remember that I am what I am. But I like that song because he's around a bunch of whores and he's singing this song. And it's really cool. Like, and not the scene itself. But I, I mean, that's one thing me and Renata realized. We're like, where? What the hell? There's a bunch of whores in this movie. And this is like a Disney produced movie. And we're like, there's whores. Like, what the hell? But the song's great. I love that song. And, and they're like all on top of him. Like, it's weird. Exactly. They, you know, they, they want the D. <laughs> You just could get some spinach and something else will grow. Want that Claritin D. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also the the all right, the other song that's really good is the freaking He needs me, he needs me. Oh, you sing it. You know it better. He needs me, 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 he needs me. Yeah. I like the song. <laughs> that's pretty much like the whole lyrics. Yeah, that's all it is really. And then da 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 and that song I I mean simple basic great freaking lyrics great i mean great lyrics i mean it's a great song it sounds good those two those are two of my favorite and then also come on the the intro song that they play twice in the movie oh sweet haven god must love us that i love that song Feed the people and that's like that's it and then that's the national anthem but that's what i've noticed there's one part where like they clearly like because maybe they wanted to point out like you know what does this song mean so they they just pretty much just gave them they they pretty much just threw it out there like what the song meant because as they're going to the um the boxing boxing match the olive oil's mother says to her father says oh hank no or dale I forget what, she, what his name is, but I think it's Dale. Um, Dale, do you do you know what song this is that they're playing? Of course, it's our national anthem. Like, you know, like, that was kind of weird to put, like, to say that. Because obviously they look like they've been in Sweet Haven for, like, their whole life. Yeah, because they're the, they're the oils. They're, like, what they're, they're supposedly, like, I guess the rich family of the town, right? And then, I mean... I don't know. Like, it's the one thing about this damn town. Like, I get it. it's a freaking movie, cartoony, but everyone's a dick. And then, why? Why? I mean, we we pointed this out. Remember the tax man? Yeah. <clears throat> when he slides down and he falls in the water, mm-hmm. the whole freaking town comes out and celebrates. Why? He's gonna swim out and still tax everybody. <laughs> what did he do? He he didn't do anything. He just fell in the water. Yay! I mean, what did you say, Renata? You said they're oh they're happy somebody finally stood up to him. Yeah, I mean, like I guess that's what they were like focusing on. Like that was the main idea. Yeah, but it doesn't like, matter. But they're so fucking excuse me, fucking newsy. The whole town is like as soon as like like they 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 push him down in the water, everybody just comes out. Woo! party like they all knew when he was it, gonna fall in the water it's a precursor to the simpsons it literally is think about it in the simpsons what happens every time something happens the whole town shows up everybody's there the whole freaking springfield yeah you know that's exactly what happened here it's like everybody the moment it's like everybody saw popeye shows up and what happens the whole town comes out to, to freaking see who the hell this guy is you know when he's at that diner and he gets in that fight and that literally was the first time we get to see popeye fight is in that damn diner and that was 28 minutes into the film almost a half hour 
before we see Popeye fight. And what is it about Popeye? The main focus of Popeye is he's in love with olive oil. Brutus is in love with olive oil. They're always fighting over this woman. And Popeye's fighting. He's known for being a tough guy, fighting in his spinach. And we don't even see Popeye fight until almost a half hour into the movie. That's true, but, you know, also, like, he doesn't get the spinach until, like, the end of the movie. Like, I thought, like, he wasn't strong until he had, like, some spinach yeah. in him. Yeah, but, that's true. Like, he he beat up all those guys in, like, two seconds. Like, I mean, for, I mean, I don't understand. Bluto is, like, a, a I mean, I, he's a big guy, don't get me wrong, but, like, he's no better than the rest of the, the rest of the guys that he beat up. Like, what made him different from all the rest of the guys? Like, why yeah. do you need spinach to defeat Bluto? Like, yeah. Bluto didn't have any, like... Special like, powers? Yeah. I mean, all, all I know is that, I mean... <laughs> oh, and what was stupid was, like, see how he gets trapped in... Oh, okay. so the ending, you know, like, like they're having a sword fight in the water, Bluto and, and, and Popeye. And... So the the family tries to help, I guess, Popeye out and put a life preserver in there to like guess like bring him back in. But he like traps himself inside the yeah. thing. And the father, Popeye's father, screaming at him. He's like, "Eat your spinach; it'll help you." And it's and he's like, "Oh, you don't like your spinach." Huh? And Bluto gives him the spinach when the father clearly said, "It'll help you defeat him," and like knocks it over like the head of like Popeye, and he stuffs the spinach down his throat. And, oh. like, just drowns him. And I wonder what that was. Like, if it was really actually spinach, or what did they use for him to be shoved in his mouth? Maybe it was actual spinach. But you're right. Like, it. it why Why did Popeye even need spinach if earlier in the movie, yeah, he fought five freaking guys. He became Jackie Chan or Liam Neeson from Taken and took out all these guys in the freaking restaurant. And, what, he can't take down one guy? He took down that big old baby boxer later yeah. in the movie. So why the hell does he even need spinach? And why does he hate spinach? Okay, that's like, I, I was trying to read up on that, and I think they were saying in the old comic strips, like the the spinach didn't really come out into the cartoon or something like that. I can't remember right now. But why did he hate spinach? Because as a kid, you're watching this and you assume like Popeye loves spinach. Like like when I was a kid, the first time I saw this movie, I had already seen all the cartoons by this point. So when I saw this movie. I, I saw characters right off the cartoon. Like, hey, I know that. And I, I mean, the only thing I was sad to miss was the Jeeps. Remember those Jeeps with the big noses? Yeah, yeah. I was sad to I was and, and then that weird dog creature. What was the creature? The weird... It, it was like... It looked like a Jeep also. It was like a magical creature. And he was supposed to be in the movie. What are you talking about? Yeah, I forget what it's called. Maybe it was a Jeep. But it was like a weird magical creature. And that was actually supposed to be in the movie. But they took that out. So it wasn't... That wasn't going to be in. And I, I understand this. That there's a whole different cut of this movie. That Robert Altman has a version... Or, or, or is it Robert? No, I think it's Robert Evans. Uh, one of the two. Well, one's a producer, one's a director. I think it's Evans. Yeah, Robert Evans is the producer. Robert Altman is the director. But I don't know who holds the copy. I believe it might be Robert Altman has a, an, a version of a film that he directed. Because both the director and the producer like literally almost got into like, or they were into like, fisticuffs on set like they were always fighting back and forth about this movie so i believe there is a director's cut version of this movie an original version that was supposed to be come out and 
it's it's hidden away in a vault that we probably might never see. So I, it might be the producer that actually has this version, but um, we'll never see it. But there's an actual different version of Popeye, and I wish it was released, but we'll probably we'll never see it unless one of them dies. Or I mean, one of them dies. I think one of them already. Yeah, yeah. Robert well, Evans I, died I, I because he was like... friends with uh, uh, Paul Wes Anderson, the guy who did Punch Drunk Love, in which that movie used. Olive Oil's song that he needs me, he needs me, he needs me. He actually, that was in the movie Punch Truck Love because he was friends with Robert Evans. I mean, Robert Altman. And then I think his last movie when he passed away. So, but, but yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, there, there's this hidden version of Popeye that we will never see. Yeah, I mean, like, I like the ending, but then again, I didn't because they really didn't have, like, a serious fight scene between, like, like I didn't really get to see him defeat Bluto. Like, he literally ate the spinach and went right towards the octopus where, where, like, you know, olive oil, like, was being trapped and being hugged down into the water. Yeah, and well, how, how did she sound? Oh! Oh, Popeye! <laughs> help! Wait, help! I, hold on, wait, wait. I'm telling you, man, she was freaking perfect. Help! Help! Popeye! Like, she has, like, this, like, she really had a cartoon voice. Like, it was just, like, really, really yeah. good. And, um, but then again, like, as soon as he defeats the octopus, like, he runs away like a little baby. And he's like, oh, remember, he's like, he turned his bot, like, his outfit turned yellow and he's this swimming is, away. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, he, he should have beat him up. Oh, man. I mean, it was dumb because it's like, oh, I, because I, I, I remember when I was a kid and I did, I could never, because I was really young when I saw this movie and I couldn't understand why he was yellow. Like, I had no idea, like, why the hell did he turn yellow? That made like it didn't make sense to me. As I got older, I remember I said that while I was watching it, and then I believe it was my yeah my older brother who told me, "Oh, he's chicken. He's scared. Chickens are yellow." You know, like in the sense of cartoons, they always made him like, "Oh, well, you yellow, you chicken." You know, like Back to the Future, right there, taking it right away back to the beginning. But anyways, and so he's supposed to represent a, a chicken, a scared chicken. So he's you know I was like, "Oh, okay," but still, like, why would he turn? I don't know. It's so dumb. But then again, like, I, I think there's a different side of Blue, though, that we didn't understand. We all, I actually wondered just now why he was mean. It was because the Commodore, Popeye's father, taught him to be mean. And because, like, if you catch during the conversation, the beginning, when he's with Sweet Pea and, you know, the Commodore, he says, you know, I've been in, he's like, he's like I deserve to get the treasure. You know, you told me I was going to get this treasure if I was being hard on the ta- the people of Sweet Haven, and like it was pretty much like a rip off. Yes. So that's why he that's why he, he tied him up and everything. He was and maybe Bluto wasn't a bad guy. Maybe he was just being this way just to get some money out of it, like you know. And then he just totally just goes off the wall. Yeah, so. I guess so. <laughs> All right. So, well, it looks like we're at that hour mark. So, and then for you, what time is it now? Uh, it's 2.35. Holy hell. All right. So we should be cutting it now. You know, well, then again, it's your stupid fault. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That, I mean, I, when you, when you think about it now, you're like, why the hell did you guys do Popeye? It sounds like you guys hated the movie. No, I love the movie. <laughs> Renata loves the movie. With me, honestly, about this movie, I loved it as a kid. I loved it. And this was the first time I've seen the movie in years, like completely. And I got to say, there are part, parts that are boring, like... Like especially the intro part where they're in the they're they're on the dining room table. A lot of that is just dumb. Like there's stuff that could have been completely taken out. As a child, 
you want to see stuff like this movie got like bash like got razzies nominated for razzies ba- or or but just horrible awards like you know the critics bashed and stuff like and i mean but as a kid i i mean i enjoyed it I, i'm not gonna rate it like that but as an adult looking back i'm like man there's so much that it's like why the hell like did i love this movie like you never really saw popeye do anything but i guess because i saw the cartoon and i'm like oh they're, they're real life popeye but there should have been more fighting like this felt like 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 as if it was um superman returns like that where like you never really saw superman return like fight really and and that's how i felt with popeye like i only you you it was almost a half hour when you saw him fight one time and then when he fought in the boxing ring again it was another close to a half hour when you saw him fight again we rarely saw popeye fight and that's what we know popeye is fighting like why aren't they fighting you know brutus He's a mean person, but you you only saw it really him like the fear of like oh, I'm a bad guy, brr. like maybe two times. I mean I don't know. There there's a lot of stuff that this movie could be could be. I mean I don't know. I, I mean I I still enjoy it, but there's a lot of like just bad things about it. It happens, but I mean I think you know we talked a great deal about this movie. I feel like you know. Deep down inside, I feel like that this will always be a childhood memory for us, like, movie-wise. I know that if I see this on, I guess, any type of channel, I'm definitely going to be watching it again and be singing all my favorite songs. <laughs> well, everyone, I guess, is my favorite. Actually, I got to pick two favorites. If I had to pick my two favorite songs, it would definitely be Large. And then, um... Large! I definitely want to say, uh... Food. Everything is food. Why do you like that song? That song kind of sucks. Because it's catchy. Everything is food, food. Well, that, that's because everything is food to me. So, because <laughs> I, like, I, <laughs> I wake up in the moody, like if I wake up in the morning, it's just that's exactly what I'm gonna be singing. That's catchy. Okay. Well, there you go. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's our Popeye talks about Popeye. All right. Right. Well, before we end the show, you know, I always do Sanchez song of the week. So this week, because I want to try to relate it to the movie, well, it's not really a relating to the movie, but it's relating to the characters. These two people, is it, no, is it Bluto or, or what, what the hell is his name? Is it Blue, Bruto? Bluto. Bluto, right? Okay, Bluto, and you got Popeye. Why, I can't even say his name right, I don't know, I'm very retarded. Are... You kept saying Brutus. Yeah, I kept saying Brutus. Who the hell is Brutus? <laughs> I didn't want to stop you. I was like, oh, maybe like he's just going somewhere with yeah, this. Yeah, I, I always call him Brutus. Why the hell? Who the hell is Brutus? If, I don't know. But Bluto and Popeye are obsessed with olive oil. They're always fighting over her. I don't know why, but she, she's there. She's the she, prettiest in Sweet Haven. I guess, but she's like, you know, but they're always, so I figure, all right, the song that I'm going to choose it comes from 1984 and it is by Animotion and it's called Obsession. For those of you who are fans of Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know the song. You've heard it if you ever listened to Way 104. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so this band, um, I love this song. It's it's just, it's great. I mean, just listen. It, if you have an obsession with someone here you go listen to this damn song <laughs> but i want to i want to give you something that would relate to it i don't even want to get into like the whole history of this band or anything like that i'm just gonna give you a song that to me sounds great it's a it's about a session it's, you know it's like 
the lyrics flat out is literally about an obsession about someone and there you go so these guys are obsessed with this olive oil character oh bye you know and so there you go so all right ladies and gentlemen so that's our episode it's our late night episode i'm gonna rally actually get all into it so yeah so next week we will be doing another brand new episode so hopefully if you guys like us please follow us subscribe and please 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 leave us comments on iTunes, it would tell really... us how great we did on this episode. Yes, tell us if it if we failed miserably, then we apologize. That's also, now. too, right now, like I said, it's freaking two thirty in the morning for Renata, so she's not usually her lively, jumpity self. You know, I feel like I'm pretty lively right now for being too now. Healthy. But I mean, usually you're louder, you know. But also because people are asleep. So yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So you know, we're gonna be uh, as we uh. Enjoy our spinach and walk towards our DeLorean. We're going to hop in and travel back to the future.
Hey everyone, Sanch here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com. Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to, but I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Lungs Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies. We'll also talk in recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else we want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. We made it simple. Just search Yelpcast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T. Yelpcast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it. Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.